welcome to the Momentum Podcast, where our goal is to help real estate agents gain momentum toward their goals. Episode six, and today's episode is story time. That's right. We thought it would be kind of a fun break from our normal rhythm of content to inject some maybe humorous, strange, some strange, frustrating experiences that we've had in our few years in the business and figured that you, our listeners, could probably relate to some of these and likely have a hundred of your own stories that you could share. We'll just dial through some of our interesting encounters, (laughs) either with properties that we've shown or listings that we've had on the market or not on the market. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So (laughs) I'm going to start out with porches and decks. So I have the thing with decks for some reason where (laughs) either an animal is going to chase me or I'm going to get locked out. So I'm going to kind of take you through this where I have FaceTiming my clients during COVID when that was very popular and showing them all around. And I close the door behind me on the deck and there's a planter that I'm looking at just across the, the way from this door and out pops a raccoon and he is chasing me and I'm freaked out (laughs) as you should be and I can no longer go back into the door that I came out on (laughs) and there are no stairs in sight so I hopped over the deck railing in heels mind you (laughs) how high off the ground is this so like two feet it was like a lower embankment type deal (laughs) but still it was terrifying and I ran inside and I was like I don't think I can go outside ever again and your clients at this point are still on FaceTime yes <laughs> watching this unfold yes. are you okay I'm like I'll tell you in a second well I'll say that I guess you're fortunate that your connection was as good and solid as it was <laughs> in terms of just the technology itself. Uh-huh. I can't tell you the number of times we live and work in the mountains. And so cell reception can be really spotty. Connections like on FaceTime or Google Duo can be very hit or miss. And I usually tell my clients, I can't guarantee that we're going to have a solid connection, but how embarrassing is it when you drop the video call like 12 times? <laughs> I'm showing this really great property that has incredible views and I want them to see this. And of course they want to see and we're going to do a little tour through the house so they can check it out. And this call just keeps dropping and dropping and dropping and it just gets to the point where it's like, this is not working. I will just so send you a video. I'm just going to take some little videos and I'm going to send you the property info that way. <laughs> but man, I mean, technology, it's not always your friend. Nope. <laughs> so it's always good to have a backup plan for oh. sure. <laughs> and on that note, I get so frustrated with the little videos. If you're going to text them or email them, they have to be tiny little videos. Yes. What I've learned is if you do a long way on your cell phone, you can upload it to YouTube and you can give them a specific link, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. But it's still so frustrating. It's happened to me so many times. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I got a call a couple of weeks ago from a buyer's agent on a listing where they're like, 
Corey, there's a catastrophe. <laughs> oh no, what is happening? And she's like, there's water everywhere. Oh, no. So we had single digit um, temperatures here in Western North Carolina and I warned my sellers about <laughs> the water situation and freezing pipes. pipes. And anyways, the pipe had frozen and I thankfully lived nearby and ran as fast as I could and got there. I was kind of nervous to walk on the, the floor because I didn't know how long it had been happening, mm. but I gently walked on the floor and found the leak and tried to turn it off. But we got all the neighbors out because we couldn't find the main water Shut thing. off. It was all the way on the other corner of that um, property rather mm -hmm. than near the house. So anyways, we called the city to come out mm -hmm. and turn it off because mm -hmm. none of us could find it. Mm -hmm. I had five of my neighbors looking for it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I had a water incident at one of my listings too and the seller had not winterized the home, was not living in the home and <clears throat> closing was happening in like three or four days. So it was coming up. I don't even remember what the purpose of my visit to the house was, but sure enough, there had been a leak in a pipe and there was water inside the house, water in the crawl space. So thankfully I had an emergency plumber on hand who was a friend of mine and was able to call him and he was able to do some immediate remediation, get everything shut off. And then he was able to do the lion's share of the repairs. So we were able to close successfully, but oh, wow. it was, oh my goodness, I lost some sleep that week. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it was a stressful experience, oh, but, no. but you learn a lot through these things and they become lessons that you can share with your next seller. If you have a listing and it's during the winter time, you can use those horror stories to help prep your next seller. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, it's so true. So... I was at a showing, so my MO is typically to put the key in the door, unlock it, go in, and then when I come back out, I just lock it up and put the key back in the box. Well, you know, you need your cell phone to unlock a lot of lock right? Well, I left my cell phone inside the house, and we had six showings. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. But thankfully, the listing agent not only answered her phone, but came in 10 minutes time to come let me in. How did you call her? We found her name on Zillow through yes, my through client's, your client's phone. phone. <gasps> <gasps> or no, wow. no, 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 sign, the sign. Oh, oh yeah, in the yard. <laughs> yeah, we called her through that. <gasps> Thank goodness this is why you answer your phone agents. Yes. Honestly, it can be something as silly as a, an agent has locked themselves out or in. Or um, a waterfall coming or, from the garage. Yes. <laughs> you name it. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking of keys, I have had an embarrassing number of times when I've been at a showing and all the keys are there but I cannot get the door open. Yeah. Like I have tried every key 13 <laughs> times and it's just, I can't wiggle it the right way. I can't lift and push and all the <laughs> tricks that you try. And so I try to make it playful and be like, okay, who's next? <laughs> Step right up. It's your turn. <laughs> but yeah, it's just embarrassing when you're trying to be a professional 
you're at a property and in some cases I'm able to get there early and open everything up right. but when you're doing a full day of showings you don't have that luxury you're often traveling together or in a caravan and so you're arriving at the same time leaving at the same time so yep. you can't always get there ahead of time but thankfully I've had some very resourceful clients <laughs> we tag team it and figure out how to get into the house <laughs> and how to lock it up again yes I know it's so funny like some of them you have to like pull in and then some of them you have to jiggle and then some of them you turn, turn left right. and yes. then right. <laughs> can we not have locks that work all the same right like <laughs> listing agents everywhere psa please just pay for a hundred dollar lock to be installed that is intuitive and yes. everyone can use yes. i know it's... we're trying to lock up things on the inside like sliding glass doors for whatever reason uh, are always, always hard for tricky. me yeah. well because some have the bar that is right. their only security right. some have an actual lock some have the up and down yeah. lever that you it, i mean i can barely figure it out on my own yeah. doors <laughs> exactly. how about any mm, dead animal encounters <sighs> you mentioned a living animal yes. any dead ones <laughs> Oh my gosh. I had just last week a mm. bunch of snake skins in mm. the basement, yeah. which is fine. I don't mind it. It's a basement. Yeah. But my client did and ran as fast oh. as she could up the stairs. And again, we're in the mountains. And so there are certain things that I've just come to expect. So obviously in the winter, you've got critters that are trying to find warmth and mm -hmm. water and they're getting in from the outside. I've had the vacant listing so I was sort of on high alert anyway but yeah there was a dead mouse by the sliding door that went outside and so I just gave a heads up to the listing agent after we were done. My clients thankfully weren't phased by it. It was not a big deal but I said hey just so you know there is a dead mouse that I didn't have the means to take care of. Like there wasn't a shovel around or something where I could have just pitched it into right. the woods but just a courtesy to the listing agent to let them know what <laughs> discoveries were made. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, most of my things that have happened are on FaceTime with my clients for mm, some reason. But interesting. I was FaceTiming my clients and I could not find the light down to the basement. Oh. And I looked on the outside and the inside, could not find it. So I'm using my FaceTime light to kind of look down. And there is, I kid you not, a mannequin that is set up staring, no. <laughs> staring up the stairs. And... I dropped the phone. My clients are there. Are you okay? <laughs> I couldn't I'm going to need a moment. <laughs> I was like, give me a second. And I, yeah, I just took some deep breaths and I figured out it was a mannequin. But I mean, the thing was dressed and everything. It was mean. I put it in the feedback, let me tell you. Well, as you should. <laughs> I wonder if the listing agent was even aware or if it was the sellers that were doing it. Right. Or you some know, in between teenage showing. Yeah, exactly. Stickers. Wow. It wasn't like October or anything. <laughs> I had a vacant land listing and it was an interesting case with the sellers because they had inherited the land. So they weren't super familiar with the parcel itself. And we were actually selling two different parcels in the same area. And I had limited information about the location and the surrounding areas, but 
ended up putting one of my signs where I thought was the best way to access the top of the parcel. And it was through this neighborhood of windy gravel roads. And I knew that it was a subdivision, but you just never know how tight or restrictive different areas are. And so that was the initial place that I'd put the, the sign when we hit the market. And I had been in touch with the seller to get clarity on what their understanding was of the different access points. Well, long story short, come to find out, it's actually a landlocked piece of property, which was bad news for the listing. I had to take it off the market, tried to work with some of the neighbors to see if any of them were interested in buying it. But in the meantime, the neighborhood that I had used to access the top of the lot, one of the neighbors was so ticked that I had come up there and he was so nervous about apparently all the traffic that was gonna be coming up to look <laughs> at this parcel <laughs> that he literally put up a gate <laughs> to disallow any cars from coming up past that point to oh. look at the lot. <laughs> I learned of it from an agent who was attempting to show the lot and he was like, there's a gate. <laughs> <laughs> like there wasn't a gate a few days ago because no. I had just put the sign up there. Well, <clears throat> a couple months later, I'm back up there because the other parcel had sold and I was up to retrieve my signs. And <laughs> thankfully the gate was open. The sign was nowhere to be found. <laughs> oh no. So, I think it's just the cost of doing business. You're going to lose a few signs. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that neighbor. He's got it. Some maybe he's throwing darts at it. Who knows? Yeah, pretty sad. What else you got, Corey? I kind of alluded to it of getting locked on the porch, but mm. I just want to explain this situation. So again, FaceTime. <laughs> oh boy, there's a theme here. I'm just opening the door and closed it behind me and showing them the sweet little deck. There's no stairs. It's on the second floor. Oh, this is not the same house as the raccoon house. No, this is okay. a different house. Awesome. <laughs> FaceTime and Dex. Yes. Bad combo. And I end up closing the door behind me, showing in the peaceful backyard and the beautiful deck. And then we go to get back inside because they had asked a question about the kitchen and I couldn't get in. They were troopers and really sweet. And they actually knew the neighbors Amazing. of that house. You were so lucky. <laughs> I was about to just start, <laughs> Will anyone come to your rescue? So thankfully, he drove over. I mean, he had like a mile-long driveway, even though they're right next door. He drove over and came and got me, Oh, thankfully. I have been at listings where it's been very clear. Like there's been a taped note yes. on the door that goes out to a deck that says this door will lock behind you, which <laughs> be if you're a listing agent, yes, please put any kind of information because yeah. I will pay attention to yeah. that <laughs> and I will make sure to lodge the door so it stays open yes. or make sure I have keys or whatever I need before I venture out um, <laughs> into those kind of spaces. But to be fair, sometimes the listing Listing agents don't even know right. that that happens with ABC door. It's just kind of what unfolds. Well, I did so. call the listing agent and she said, oh, Corey, that happened to the electrician. I was like, well, uh, could, you, could you not have 
done anything about that. <laughs> she was about to come out to help me, so I was really thankful. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, another incident that has happened with one of my listings, unfortunately, and I would guess that this is something that will happen from time to time and it maybe has happened to you as a listener, but I had this sweet listing about 40, 45 minutes from my house, made several trips to the property to get it ready to list, meet with the seller who didn't live there full time, but happened to be in the area when I met with him, of course. And we got the photography done. I mean, all the prep that you do for getting a listing ready to hit the market. Finally, it's ready to go. We go live with the listing and he calls me in a panic the next morning and says, we have to take it off the market. Why, Mr. Seller? <laughs> well, he had this plan to go live internationally and he had, he had done all of his visa application well in advance. This is a plan that he had been working on for, for quite some time. Well, it turned out that he had some issues way in the distant background that affected his ability to get the kind of visa that he wanted and the length of time that he wanted for this particular country. And so he ended up having to do a shorter term visa, which meant that he needed to retain his property here in North Carolina. So it was a legitimate reason, but it was so frustrating and so sad because it was such a great listing and there was already interest. People had scheduled showings the day it hit the market. And so that was just an unfortunate incident. Yes. <laughs> that will likely happen again, but you do everything you can to make sure you're good to go. The motivation when, is there. Yes. Yes. Oh so anyway, well, anything in closing, any last anecdotes? I think for me, I have kept doors unlocked. I have made sure my cell phone is with me all the time. And when I'm FaceTiming, I've been a little extra cautious these days. That's great. That's great. Well, I hope that you're encouraged as a listener that these kinds of things happen <laughs> yeah. in the life of a realtor. And we hope that you have, like we've had just great clients who roll with the punches and it doesn't have to affect your professionalism. It's really how you respond to these right. things that happen because they're going to happen. Mm -hmm. So plan for as much as you can, but know that these are going to pop up and have a good sense of humor and be able to laugh at yourself. <laughs> That's great. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to us. It would also really help us if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. And finally, like and follow us on our Instagram at Momentum in Real Estate. Have a great day.